The DNVR Rockies podcast is brought to you by our friends over at Green Mountain Dental Group. Located just 15 minutes outside of downtown Denver and Lakewood, they're the best damn family-owned dentist in the Denver metro area. They treat you like family. They also treat you with remarkable professionalism, can take care of any number of dental treatments you may need. So whatever is going on in there, you want to get it checked out by some people who make you feel at home, who make you feel comfortable, who treat you part of the family, who know Denver sports and have been supporters of ours since the very beginning, and also who will hook you up with the free Sonicare toothbrush when you schedule a cleaning x-ray and exam today. Look no further for the best smile you can get than from our friends over at Green Mountain Dental Group. Welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by Strava Craft Coffee. Remember to use the promo code DNVR25. You'll get 25% off your entire purchase of that CBD-infused, deliciously rich and potentially life-altering Strava Craft Coffee. I'm your host, Drew Creaseman. I'm the managing editor of DNVR Rockies. And with me, as always, is the team, the beat writers, Patrick Lyons and Michaela Perkins. Uh, gonna have some fun today because uh, didn't have much fun last night. Unless you're watching the hockey game, if you're watching the hockey game, had a blast. Uh, the baseball game, not so much. Yeah, Colorado four one thumbs up. Colorado zero to seven thumbs down. Yeah, Avs scored more than the Rockies. They sure did. They sure yeah. did. Uh, that was painful. So instead, yeah. Uh, well, we're going to play a little game uh, that, that allows us to talk about the Rockies and, and, and really baseball league-wide and kind of predict how we think the next couple of weeks and months and, and the rest of the baseball season even might go. So predict along with us. Let us know which of these things that you think. Drum roll, please. I'll, I'll, I'll hit the button since <laughs> we didn't discuss this beforehand. Uh, for our new game, more likely. I don't know why they got to put the X on my face, but that's fine. It's fine. I think it was because I requested it. Was that why? No, that no, right? no, no. Is that specifically? Uh, game very simple. The title explains it all. We uh, ask a question and then we try to figure out which of these things is more likely. This is a Rockies podcast, so we'll begin with an example. And I think this one is very timely. I'll just say, do the Rockies win a road series before the All-Star break? Or coming off of Josh Fuentes reigning National League Player of the Week, will the Rockies have another Player of the Week before the All-Star break? So a Player of the Week or winning a road series before the All-Star break. Again, play along in the comments here on YouTube. Let us know which of those you think is more likely. I think it's more likely they're going to have another player of the week before they win a road series. Wow. <laughs> I mean, look, the Rockies are 2-15 and 15 on the road. That's bad. That's really bad. She just went right to the middle of the target, didn't she? Bad. Like, it's just, uh, and winning a series requires a full team effort. And I don't have a lot of confidence in the full team effort. I'm more confident in individual performances. 
i.e. Josh Fuentes winning the player of the week last week because, you know, he did his thing at the plate and defensively. So I definitely think it's more likely a player is going to win another player of the week award before <laughs> the Rockies win a road series because that requires a full team effort and the full team is not good. <laughs> I think the deadline of the all-star break is what tips it, right? Because if it's really just what's more likely to happen first, I probably would agree with you, Michaela, but as you said, you need a full team effort. And we're talking about the Rockies being the team. Well, what if they were to play a team that was a worse team? Like, I don't know, the Pittsburgh Pirates. Coming up at the end of this month, May 28th through 30th, they travel to Pittsburgh, and all they got to do is be good enough for two of those three games. So that might be one of their only shots uh, of doing it for the next couple of months here. I think they can get that done again versus a guy being super hot over the course of five games. It's funny because Josh even said it himself like, hey, uh, my cousin hit four home runs. It's pretty darn good. It was more than he had hit and yet, you know, wasn't good enough. So you got to have a really big week. It's funny. I was looking on the list of uh, the all-time players to get uh, NL player of the week award and it is nothing but dudes. It is nothing but the best players in Rockies history, including guys who just had one great year. You're like, oh, hey, Jeff Cirillo, we see you out there. Jay Payton, how you doing, right? There, there are those names, uh, Justin Morneau. So it's a pretty, you know, it's pretty special to get a player of the week where I think that might even be a harder task, even with the Rockies struggling so hard on the road, mainly because they got the Pirates. We see you, Pittsburgh. Maybe on the schedule. that's more likely. You, so, so you're going the the series win. You think they're gonna they're gonna be able to go into Pittsburgh and win one from the Pirates? I this one's really tough um, <laughs> because I agree with everything that both of you just said. <laughs> Basically, everything that both of you just said is 100 percent true. Um, I because Michaela's right. Like an individual can break out and have a great week at any time. We just saw it happen, you know. Um, and there are we know there are individuals on this team that can do it. That said. You can win a series at any random time. Like uh, there, there's just that that chaos to it. So, um, <clears throat> I'm gonna go with the player. I, they're so bad on the road right now. The bullpen is terrible. Who do you hand the baseball to out of the bullpen? I don't. Yeah. Okay. And you know, in in your favor, there uh, before the All Star break, they do have like another three week stretch, uh, or rather three weeks in which they are home. For an entire week, first week so, of June, third week of June, and the last week of June going in July, seven full games or six games at home. So that's a that's a pretty good window, right? You have at least three more opportunities. That's supposing that someone doesn't catch fire on the road. Eh, that might be a tall order, but hey, they got three full weeks at home. So you know what? That, that's a good pick. It'll, it'll be interesting to see if one of those do do play out for sure. Yeah, we'll be able to check back on all of these. I'm sure we'll we'll have all done very very well. Okay. <clears throat> let's do again just kind of looking at the next couple of weeks for a few i'll stick with the rockies then we'll go to baseball wide but let's say connor joe continues his hot streak for another week and a half or trevor story continues his cold streak for another week and a half which of these is more likely I'm going to say, and I, I'm not, not happy to say it, I, that Trevor Story is more likely to have a cold streak. 
Um, again, Rockies are on the road right now. They will come home this weekend uh, for a short three-game set with Arizona before going back out on the road to play the Mets in Pittsburgh. So you still got that Coors Field hangover effect, right? You also have coupled on the other side of the ball. That's we're, we're, we're talking about that now. I'm making doing a football analogy. Yeah. Uh, is CJ Crone was just activated off the IL today. So that's very well, you know, going to cut into some playing time for Connor Jenna. We saw last night he was shifted late into left field. Tapia moved over to right. So again, they'll they'll find Connor Joe at bats, no doubt about it. But he might have an extra off day here or there that that could cut into, you know, his uh, his big time in the spotlight. More more frustrated Rockies fans uh, begrudging Trevor Story than people shouting Joe 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 Joe. <laughs> As much as I love Connor Joe, I think I agree with Patrick. I think it's more likely Trevor is going to break out of his hitting slump. Um, the Diamondbacks are coming to town this weekend, and Trevor usually does pretty well against the Diamondbacks pitching. So I'm excited to watch that series. I definitely think it's – I think, yeah, Trevor's going to break out of his cold streak for sure. All right. All right. Well, I've got, so I was going to switch – but I've got one last uh, since we're on the Connor Joe topic. I, I'll, I'll keep it. This is the last Connor Joe. Connor Joe anyway. show. Not too much Connor Joe show. Just the Connor Joe segment. The DNVR Connor Joe segment. Uh, <laughs> since it just got brought up, and I was waiting to see if this was going to happen too, the CJ Crone news and and him coming back. So, what's more likely, Connor Joe finishes the season with more innings played at first base, or CJ Crone finishes the season? with more innings played at first base for the Rockies? Great question. I would have loved to have said, you know, a week ago, option three, Cole Mulker. Fortunately, that most likely will not happen with his 80-game suspension. I'll probably have to spend a little more time getting some seasoning down there in AAA, but you never know. You never know about that. I think I think I would, I, I would like for it to be Connor Joe, uh, mainly because, you know, it does suggest that um, C.J. Crone gets traded right right let's let's face it um there they should be showcasing him just like a couple other of those players on one-year deals or guys who maybe they only have two years of control Carlos Estevez being one of them um so you would like for Joe to you know continue to play really well but Rocky say look you're you're not really a future member of this club going forward um thank you for your service but we're gonna we're gonna get some some new prospects and some new blood that we can maybe hope on and pray on going forward, and then boom, Connor Joe comes back to first base. So I I definitely hope that that's more likely, and I and I really can see that that uh, going forward for him. Yeah, I think probably CJ Crone will start more at first base, get some more first base lineup time than Connor Joe will, just because I think um, you know with him coming back, Connor Joe is gonna be sitting down for quite some time, so. Um, I think CJ is going to be back in the lineup a lot more often. Um, you know, before he got injured, he was doing a lot to contribute to the Rockies offense. So, you know, hopefully his injury doesn't, you know, kind of put him in a rut where he's struggling at the plate um, and he can kind of bounce back from that and return to the ways of before he got injured and helping the Rockies offensively like he was. Yeah. And to your point is that if the Rockies don't end up finding a suitor until the end of July, well, that's, you know, that's two and a half months in theory, right? Or even two full months that he's going to build up starts at first base or innings at first base that now you're only going to have a month uh, in August or two months in August and September for Connor Joe. And by that point, 
you know, maybe maybe Welker is up, or maybe Fuentes is splitting some time over at first base. So so Crone, you know, is going to definitely get out to an early lead, and so this definitely might not be one that we know the answer to, which is really more likely until we get to the end of the season. Yeah, I, I do think it'll ultimately be Connor Joe, actually, but I, I think it's, you're right, I think CJ Crone's going to get out. <clears throat> There's going to be an uncomfortable time for that prediction, as Crone's going to have quite a bit more more time here for for the next couple of weeks and and probably months as you put it so well that i think that one's going to be very close actually i think it's it's going to come down to the wire at the end and you know what and if it is crone you got you got to think he's playing really well which is good uh so again connor joe can still the other cj connor joe can still be playing <laughs> you know pretty well but you know what crone does yes we we know he might not be a, a big part of the future going forward the next couple of years and certainly not by the point uh, that the Rockies are, are, are going to get good and be a postseason contender is he's protecting guys in the lineup, right? They're, the lineup just hasn't had as much depth as you would like. Again, guys are producing all over the lineup. Right. Josh Fuentes, you know, right. He went into last week, you know, he's hitting sixth and seventh and you go, man, it's, you could be giving up some RBI opportunities and yet he's coming through Don Nunez. You teams would kill to have him batting eighth in their lineup with the pop that he provides. But Crone's going to protect Blackman, which yeah. can protect Story or protect Ryan McMahon. So he is giving you some of that short-term value as well. So it's not all doom and gloom with uh, with a veteran guy taking up starts here in the next couple weeks and months. Yeah. All right. Uh, before we do our first break, let's do an MLB wide one. We'll keep it in the neighborhood. We'll stay inside the NL West, and I will say what is more likely the Giants who are currently in first place and have been playing very good baseball win the NL West or the Padres who've been fine, but certainly not what they've been expected to be quite yet, miss the postseason altogether. Which of those things is more likely to happen? I don't That's think good, the Padres yeah. miss the postseason. I don't know. I mean, neither of these is especially likely. Yeah, I mean, right. it, both teams have had injury issues. Like the Giants, the Padres, they've both really been struggling with the injuries to their lineups. But I don't see the Giants staying in first, and I don't see the Padres missing the playoffs. So this is so hard. <sighs> yeah, I mean, definitely the Padres. Padreing is. <laughs> is super likely. I mean, I guess if the Padres have anything working against them, it's just like the team is so young and that they haven't been, you know, playing together for a while. And a lot of the guys on their roster haven't had a lot of major league baseball service time. Whereas like the giants have a little bit of the opposite problem, right? Like they're an eclectic team of like old guys that like shouldn't be good at baseball. So I don't know. That's so tough. Um, it's the playoffs because there's no way the giants finish in first and then actually bless the pod. I mean, the Dodgers are probably going to take the number one spot. So I just don't see how the Giants can continue the success. Uh, I think it's really crazy that they are still in first place. I, if you would have told me that before the season started, I would have told you you were on something because there's no way. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think, I guess it's more likely the Padres don't make it to the postseason. I actually think it's more likely that the Giants end up winning the division. And they shouldn't, right? They have both the Padres and the Dodgers in their division. So that's that's two things that are, are definitely going against them. But there's a lot of evidence to suggest that you know teams that are in first place after just the first month of the season 
are likely to continue to make the playoffs, right? Or even win their division, even as unlikely as it might seem. But um, the Giants are, are an older club. And again, a lot of these guys were a part of that 2010, 2012, 2014 team that won the World Series. Maybe not a lot, but enough of them, enough veteran guys that had been doing it long enough that I think you could see them holding on long enough. And you still got two wild cards. So, you know, the Dodgers can still go after it, make some trade acquisitions uh, before the deadline. Padres right. can do the same, and they'd both be relatively fine. One of, They're going to beat each other up in that one-game playoff. But I think you could, you could really point to the Giants doing that. Now, they're also 14-4 and four at home right now, and they did just reconfigure their ballpark a little bit, moving the, the center field fence in a little bit. Uh, reconfigured uh, to, to make room for the bullpens, right? They they got rid of what was uh you know uh, they were they were in play, Dumbass. and yeah, <laughs> and and for the most part, you think they just did that for logistical reasons, and right. again to make it a, a safer place in general. But maybe just maybe they're rather large or at least adequate sized analytics department also figured out there could be a bit of a, a gain that the. The, uh, the Giants could have at home by doing that, similar to what you know the Rockies ended up doing at the beginning of Jeff Breidich's uh, campaign with the Breidich barrier and keeping more balls in play uh, and, and the impact that'll have on Rockies pitching. So maybe there's something to that for the Giants and they continue to dominate at home. So uh, I, I, I could actually see a world in which they win the division. I'm certainly, it'll certainly be by like a game. It's not going to be by much. But I see that happening more than, than the Padres missing out on the postseason. Yeah, no, there's no way the Giants are winning the National League West. There's absolutely no way that happens. And you would both love for the Padres to miss out on the postseason. I think that I think that's what what's the tiebreaker, right? Is I mean, it feels yeah. good. That that feels I better mean, to say, right? Yeah. It's just, yeah, I just <laughs> don't, yeah, I, there's, there's no way. So <laughs> I can at the very least cheers to the day. There will be a day and we will drink our Breck brews and Breck Celtics in celebration of the day when the Giants are eliminated from postseason contention. It's going to be later in the season than I would have liked because uh, apparently they're, they're semi-decent. But we'll see. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but toasting the Breck brews and the Breck Celtics, you, you know you appreciate them, you enjoy them. It's damn good beer, damn good seltzer. And all kinds of different flavors. Get the 15 can samplers of either at either your liquor store, your King Supers, uh, or down at the DNVR bar. And you get a much bigger one down at the DNVR bar if you're a member of the family. Make sure to sign up today at the DNVR.com. Get that annual subscription when you do so. You get access to the written content, discounts on hats, shirts, masks, the bigger beer at the DNVR bar. And you get a free shirt from the DNVR locker and a free holistic stick from our friends at Holistic Wellness. Check them out at H-O-L-I-S-T-I-K wellness.com. We'll send you a free 10 milligram CBD stick. Really cool stuff. Helps you focus, helps you stay recovered, helps you be the best version of yourself. I've got that CBD and everything. It's in my coffee and my Strava Craft coffee. Getting it from a holistic stick. You can put it in whatever drink you need. Boom, CBD is fantastic. Then after you've used, uh, you've gotten your free one, use promo code DNVR30 to get 30% off there. But do become a member of the family and get all of that stuff at the dnvr.com today. And all right, let's do one more in that uh well no, let's get let's get back to the Rockies for just a second because I do have a few more of these. No Connor Joe in the lineup tonight. No Connor Joe in the lineup. A little disappointing to see. Brutal. Just a head shake. That's all you can do, right? Been batting second too. Um yep. all right. 
We, we had a similar – I pit these two players against each other in a different game that we played, but th- this one's a slightly different, uh, though I am, of course, obsessed with the first half of it. Rymel Tapia wins the batting title, or Ryan McMahon wins a gold glove. What's more likely? Hmm. Of course, tough. a couple of things to keep in mind as everyone's thinking here, right? All you got to do to win a batting title is have the best batting average in the National League. No, no one's picking you. You just, you just do it. You just Ryan do it. Ryan McMahon right? currently leads all major leaguers in defensive WAR. One other interesting component to this, though, Ryan McMahon plays two positions, yeah. and typically you've got to give a Gold Glove for a spot. Kind of as you put it, and one of those is third base. Tapia, yeah, I don't, I can't think of anybody else who's good defensively he at third base from gloves. El Toro High School from either leagues. From either league. leagues, I can't even think of anyone. <laughs> um, but you're right with Tapia; he gets the hits, he wins. Ryan McMahon leads and outs above average or defensive run saves, and we got to hope the voters realize that. Whoever is voting on that, right? Right. So yeah, you do have those things. We we talked about it last week. You know, the Rockies have had a lot of batting champions. They've also had a lot of guys win the Gold Glove at third base. I don't know if you've noticed. Uh, <laughs> the Rockies, in general, no matter who they throw out at third base for the last uh, nearly a decade, was, they have won, regardless of who has been there. <laughs> a Rockies third baseman has won it the last eight years. That being said. I'm going to take Tapia. I know you're happy about that. But I, I think Tapia winning the batting title is more likely because we know, again, batting title is just a one-year thing. You do it, you win it. Gold glove, you got to get people's attention first. Then maybe you're in the top three, and then maybe you win it. And it's, it's an unfair system. And, yeah, the, maybe the biggest element plays two positions. That's that's hard. That, that could be his biggest obstacle. Yeah, I definitely. Oh no, we got frozen back. Batting title. Um, I mean, his batting average is only two. Oh no, you're good. Am I back? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, I think it's definitely more likely that Rymel wins the batting title. He's only batting 284 so far this season, so not great, but still time to turn it around. But I think it all hinges on the fact that like it's just all stat based, right? Like I don't think you know. Unfortunately, Rockies players tend to get overlooked by everyone and everyone. And then also playing two different positions really works against him. But um, I think there's just a, there's a lot of competition out there in both first and third baseman, like in the league overall. And I just find it hard to see people giving, you know, Ryan McMahon the d- attention he deserves over the other names that are out there playing first and third base. And I just don't trust national people to accurately judge Rockies players' talents. So I think you know, Ryan Mel winning the batting title is definitely more likely just because it's stat based. And if you do it, you do it. There's no question about it. <laughs> All right. Look, his, well, you, <laughs> you're not even going to say Tapia because you, you, that's the one you think more likely, right? Because his fate is in his hands, right? But here's the There's thing. no trust. You don't have to trust anything. You just have to trust he continues to just be the player he is. Maybe, you know, getting a little bit of lucky, right? We, we know there's a little bit of luck involved in it, but right. being a little bit better than we, we've seen, whereas with McMahon, he could do everything right, and it, the voters I, don't look, do was, what they need to do. 
I was fully prepared to come in here and make that argument. All right. I was fully prepared. On the other hand, Ooh. this McMahon defensive thing has caught the eye of the sabermetric community, uh, of the numbers people, especially. That's been a trend over the last 10 years on the defensive side when it comes to gold gloves. In fact, there's even a, a statistical element involved with who gets nominated. Now, after they get nominated, it's just the people who vote. And so you still have to overcome that hurdle, which is why I do probably, I want so bad. Like there's something about it though. Cause McMahon as an opportunity, he's on pace to be way out in front. And I, I can see there being like a whole movement of like, look guys, we get that the gold glove has always kind of been this thing, but dude, and especially if he is doing it at two different positions, I actually think at some point that'll become like a plus for him. Right. Like, it presents this whole weird conversation and, and maybe you get away from the uh, the cousin question by giving it to him at second base, even if he plays fewer. In that would there. be interesting, right? Um, it, it's funny because with, with the end of the year award voting, it's, it's done by the baseball writers, America uh, baseball writers association of America. The American dodgeball association. <laughs> there we go. America. <laughs> and, and they have grown and they have evolved because they've made errors and they've made mistakes. And they said, all right, we need to, we can't necessarily trust our eyes, but who votes on the gold glove managers and coaches right. who even in 2021 would rather trust their eyes. Yeah. Right. And again, if they don't see Ryan McMahon at third base, cause he's playing second base for a majority of a series, they only know that. Um, if they're, if they're watching baseball tonight, are the Rockies even getting, you know, 30 seconds of highlights That's where they can go, Hey, McMahon, we, you know, yeah, we, we played, we went through uh, Colorado early in the season. We're done playing it. Like the Cubs, Cubs don't even play the Rockies until September, both home and away. So all season, no one's paying attention to any, uh, Ryan McMahon from that Cubs coaching staff, but maybe somebody else gets a couple of highlight reels here and there. And it's like, it's an That's unsurmountable cool. thing. And besides, they're not looking at the statistics, right? Coaches aren't necessarily going to do that. They're going to look at their own guys, but are they going to really branch out to do that? Maybe not. That's that's just yeah. a, even more of an obstacle, it seems like. But second base, maybe second base is where he could luck out to a degree, right? Maybe. All right. Yeah. No, I mean, it's it's Tapia, but still. I, I, <laughs> I do see there's – A tease. What a tease. There's there's a momentum building there from McMahon, and he's catching more national attention than I thought he was going to. So I'm glad we had that conversation. So I thought that was interesting. Let's get away from the Rockies again for a second. Go back to uh, MLB wide. Now we've got. Uh, well, no, I'll leave. I'll leave that one for later. I'll, I'll do this one. What's more likely, the World Series winner comes from the AL West or the NL Central? Ooh, just throwing that one out, yeah. So, uh, just for everyone, in case you're you're not currently uh, aware, the NL Central, the Cardinals are out in front, twenty three and eighteen, not by a huge amount, but they're separating a little bit. The Brewers doing okay, right at five hundred, one game over, twenty one and twenty. Cubs at five hundred, twenty and twenty. Reds just one game under, nineteen and twenty. Should be further under, but the Rockies bullpen is awful. And the Pirates are surprisingly not yet fully terrible at 17 and 23. Uh, the American oh. League West 
The Athletics are off to a pretty decent start at 25 and 17. The Astros right behind them at 24 and 17. The Mariners sitting there at an even record. We know they've been a, a hot pick team, young up and comers at 21 and 21. And the Angels and Rangers lagging behind. Now, can I can I ask you, did you compose this question because you thought those are possibly the two weakest divisions in baseball? Or at least the weakest in the AL, weakest in the NL? Uh, I the, I think the best teams are are the, probably the weakest. Yeah, okay. not necessarily the, yeah, the full on. Yeah, but least likely. Yeah, I yeah, that makes were, sense. Yeah, you got an uh, inkling, Michaela. I was gonna say, I think out of that, those two divisions, I if I had to pick like two teams that would go to the World Series, it would probably be the Athletics and the Cardinals. Um, and then between those two. I really don't want to say the Cardinals because <laughs> um, it hurts me to say that. So just out of spite, I'll say the Athletics. So it's more likely that they'll come out of the AL West. The spite. Just spite. out of pure spite. Love it. But out of, like, actually, though, I think, I don't know, because, like, the Brewers are just not what they used to be. Yelich has been hurt all year. Um, the Reds, no, absolutely not. The Pirates, absolutely not. Um I don't see the Astros doing it. I don't see the Angels, although Otani looks amazing. Um, I don't see the Mariners doing it. They don't have enough experience yet. So, yeah, I guess if I would have to pick, I think it would be an Athletics Cardinals World Series with the Athletics winning. Yeah, I see there is a little bit more depth in the NL Central. Um, Cardinals, Brewers could possibly get it done. I, I said at the beginning of the season, Brewers are going to be sneaky. I didn't have enough guts to pick them over the Cardinals. I do wish I did now because, as you mentioned, Michaela, they've done it all without Christian Yelich. So mm -hmm. that means he's back. It's going to be pretty good. Uh, and he's rehabbing in Nashville right now. And even the Cubs, who have been scrappy, and Kyle Hendricks has looked like garbage. Yeah, uh, they're 20-20, and 20, and you go, hey, man, this is their last ride. And you know what? Although they're, again, analytically inclined, They'll hold on to all those guys and say, you know what? We'll figure out in the offseason what we do with Javi Baez, Anthony Rizzo, and uh, Chris Bryant. We'll figure it out then because right now we've got some. So you got three teams to the AL West's two teams in Oakland and Houston. That being said, I'm also going to take the AL West because Houston has has gotten the job done, right? They've they've recently won the World Series. Uh, they're the most recent of, of the teams. Technically. Uh, just ahead of the Cubs, yes, technically. Um, <laughs> and Oakland, you would just love to see it, right? Like finally getting it sure. done. Maybe one last nice. job. Maybe them winning the series uh, gets a new stadium deal done. Or maybe mm -hmm. it just allows the fans to say, look, we're kind of done suffering. This is like our, our final goodbye. We'll celebrate in 2022, raise the flags, all that jazz. But you know what? They're going off to greener pastures. So be it. So I, I am going to agree with you, Michaela. I, I'm going to take the uh, the AL West. There's a little more depth in the Central, but I, I like the teams in the AL West to, to maybe get that job done. That's a Cardinals good Cardinals are any, uh, only one of those teams that can win a World Series. No, no, no. Okay. Those other teams are gonna, yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the Brewers just don't I, – I mean, I know that they've been doing it, but aside from that, they just don't have the depth that the Cardinals have. Yeah. Yeah. I just – I, I would be surprised if any team from the Central, the NL Central or the AL West, other than the St. Louis Cardinals, won the World Series. Michaela, Not you don't, be a wonderful surprise if the A's did. Be fantastic. Oh, that would be great. We all want that to happen, right? Of course. 
Of course. Of course. I think there's probably even some Giants fans that are secretly like, yeah, why not? I mean, I'm going to get tickets, you know. I work in Silicon Valley. I live in San Francisco. I've got the money to spring for some A's World Series tickets. Right. Well, Michaela, come on. Colorado Springs own Corbin Burns, former Sky Sox pitcher. Kind of like that story, no? I know. I mean, I like it, and I I would prefer the Brewers do better than the Cardinals, obviously, but I just don't see that happening, unfortunately. He only gets to pitch um, once every Cardinals. five days. Darn it. <laughs> we got to pitch every time. Then those Brewers like, would be thankful. Like Josh Hader? Yeah. Or 2020 Rookie of the Year, Devin Williams? Yeah. Okay. okay. All right. This one's kind of a combination of Rockies and rest of Major League Baseball. So we've got, uh, and, and it's a, a little more complicated, but stick with me here on this one. So either, the first part of it's easy. Either the Rockies lose 100 games, right? Or that one, a team that hasn't won the World Series since the Rockies became a team, wins the World Series. So I've got them for you if you need it. But it's basically half the teams in baseball are ineligible here, and the other half are eligible. Uh, teams that have won the World Series in the last couple of years, you, so you remember who aren't eligible, would be the Phillies, the Nationals, the Astros, the Cubs, the Royals, the Yankees, the Red Sox, the Giants, and the Cardinals. Uh, some from a little while ago that you might have forgotten that did win the World Series since the Rockies become a team. Blue Jays. The Blue Jays did it the year the Rockies became a team in 1993. The Braves in 95. The Arizona Diamondbacks in 2001. The Anaheim Angels in 2002. The Chicago White Sox in 2005. And, of course, the Florida Marlins have done it twice. So... Every other team in baseball available for you. Cleveland, Tampa, Oakland, Seattle, San Diego. I'm jotting my notes down to see. I got five um, teams. There's only five teams, really, right, since 93 who haven't won. But that's a, that's, it's a good group. It's a good group. Mets, maybe, right? Brewers, okay. Padres, Cleveland, Oakland. Those are five of the, those front runners that have not won a World Series since 93. That could possibly do it this year. I mean, I don't really know. There aren't too many other dark horses out there. I mean, raise your. And, and raise, yes, yeah, right, raise. The, the other option is the Rockies lose 100 games, right? Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> I mean, I feel like this is a pretty easy question. I don't think the Rockies are losing 100 games. The Rockies never lost 100 games, and I don't think they're going to. But I think the Rockies are going to lose 100 games. There you go. Wait, the wait. What was the question? There are one of those teams wins the World Series. I mean, what are the Rockies? Oh, I see. Lose 100. All right. So there's only six teams that I think could have a chance. So it's like, okay, that's something. Six out of the 30, pretty good odds. But I think when you throw it up against – No one wants to throw in the Twins to make it seven. But the, the last place Twins, yeah. maybe. Um, As of now, long season. 
Uh, yeah, I would, I would have to pick the Rockies losing a hundred games. I mean, they're on course for that right now. Uh, we think that, you know, while they are going to gain Freeland and Rogers back here soon, uh, I think they've had a pretty good string of, um, success for lack of a better term with injuries. Right. So we know that might not continue. Uh, we also know some of the veteran guys who, Hey, some of them have thrown the team on their back. Other teams have thrown the ball into left field and given up a couple of home runs and, you know, Michael Givens and some of those veteran guys, you know, haven't really pitched well. And, you know, once those guys are gone, again, you're going to have the, the, the Albuquerque guys coming up ready or not. Right. We saw it last year with Tommy Doyle, where he wasn't necessarily ready, but you know, they had to fill a spot. They also wanted to see what they had in him. And um, he's been all right with, with Hartford. He, he started the season in double a. Um, so it it just seems like it's it's gonna it's gearing in in the same direction. As much as it might get a little bit better with Freeland Rogers, I think it could also just just as easily kind of lose the benefit of that, those two guys coming back. So I would probably say it's more likely that um, the Rockies lose a hundred games than either Mets, Brewers, Padres, Cleveland, A's, Rays, and maybe Twins win the World Series this year. Classic. Classic Colorado Rockies fatalism. This is nonsense. The Rockies have been around for almost 30 years now and have never, ever lost 100 baseball games. They have had less talented teams than what they've got out there right now, especially when it comes to the starting pitching, and have never managed to lose 100 baseball games. And in our lifetimes, multiple streaks of nearly 100 years of not winning the World Series have been broken with the Boston Red Sox and the Chicago Cubs and the Chicago White Sox who got up there into like the 80-year situation. Cleveland's got a talented team. Minnesota's better than this. The San Diego Padres have all the talent that everyone keeps talking about and won't shut up about. It's real. It's there. The A's could finally break through and... As uh, Billy once said, that shit could work in the postseason at some point. There are a lot of good baseball teams out there. Washington breaking through. Kansas City breaking through and winning a World Series not that long ago. The San Francisco Giants hadn't had one since moving to California. And then, boom, they won three of them. So, no, no, no. No, it is far more likely that a team that hasn't won the World Series before will win the World Series than it is that something that's never happened before is going to happen. And to your credit, Rockies yeah. have a lot more people in their analytics department than they have in years past. <laughs> we know in the early 90s, in fact, in 1991, I know for a fact, Bob I think there. In 1991, the Same Colorado Rockies. Did not have an analytics department. They also didn't have a bullpen. So uh, there is that. There is that element of it. And also, Drew, God, I love and I love you banging the drum for the Padres. Drew Creaseman, Padres are going to win the World Series this year. Padres are going to win the World Series. That's the title we of this episode. We still have no idea what direction this team is going to go. They could be moving all these pieces by the trade deadline, and then we're going to be worse than we are now, which is really hard to do considering we're two and fifteen on the road and in the basement of the National League. So that being considered, especially if the Rockies start moving pieces before the deadline or at the deadline, this is going to be 100 losses for sure. You can choose to lose 100 games a lot easier than you can choose to win the World Series because I'm pretty sure the Rockies probably, if you ask Dick Monfort, he would have said, 
I'm going to choose to win the World Series this year. Well, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> I, I choose. I yeah. choose to win the. Yeah. Even the Dodgers, they can choose Madness. to win the World Series Madness. and add everybody that they want, but they're not in control of that. Whereas if the Rockies just choose, hey, you know what? Let's just do a one-year step back, big time step back, lose 100 games. Hey, we're going to get a, a top three pick. So it it is a little. Out yeah, of our they, hands they just go way. completely against their nature and do something that they've never ever done. It is done against before. their nature. One hundred percent. They're not gonna lose on their games. Not on purpose. They don't have to on purpose. <laughs> they're not that. I've watched a lot of Rockies baseball in my life, and this team is not the worst Rockies team in history. They don't have to be. They just, just have to be the worst team when compared with the other fourteen yeah. in the NL. Yeah, they're not. They're not that bad. But anyway, uh, brutal. You, you, you people need a little extra love and joy in your life. What you need Maybe. is to save a little money by going to our friends at Gabby Insurance. Stands for Get a Better Insurance. Easy way to remember it. It's exactly what they do. They help you get a better insurance by spending less than 10 minutes. GABI.com slash DNVR. Saved me over 480 bucks just on car insurance alone. Our guy, Eric Weedham, saved over a grand. Really doesn't cost you anything. Barely costs you any time. It saves you money. No text messages, no emails, none of that garbage. Just more money in your pocket. You're probably paying too much for home and car insurance. You don't want to be doing that. So hop on your laptop or your phone right now. Pause this podcast. Go there. Listen to gabi.com slash dnvr. You'll be hooked up within a few minutes with a much, much better deal on your home and car insurance. Just saving a little bit of money so that you can spend it over at Hassle Cattle Company. I've got my order on the way. Put in over 200 bucks so I could get free shipping. And I used promo code DNVR10 to get 10% off. Got some ground chuck. Got some ground beef on the way. Definitely got the bacon. I think I got five, six pounds of that bacon coming my direction. We got steaks. Definitely several different kinds. You can get some Denver steaks, some Chuck roast. We got roast for sure, award-winning hamburgers, all kinds of beef. Wagyu beef could change your life. It's absolutely delicious. They treat the animals well. They treat your body well. They treat your wallet well. Seriously, go and check on the promotions. They do ground chuck promotions all the time. Been getting it at like $3.99 a pound lately. Sometimes Ooh. it's the ground beef. It's really fantastic. You can get it for cheaper than you can in the grocery store. They're not pumping them full of hormones and all that other stuff uh, that, that really is gross for them and for your body and for the environment and all that stuff. Treat everyone better by going to Hassle Cattle Company. It's H-A-S-S-E-L-L, cattlecompany.com. Get yourself hooked up with some potentially life-changing Wagyu beef. Yeah, feel as good as that food looks, man. It's delicious. Mm. Yeah. All right. So... Let's get back to a few other more likelies. Let's do. Uh, oh, that that one was more straight Rockies based. So let's get a little. I got I got one for you both. This might be a quickie. Okay. All right, I'll give you a quick one. All right, are you more likely to go to a combination Pizza Hut Taco Bell or a combination Dunkin' Donuts Baskin Robbins? Dunkin' Donuts Baskin Robbins. Coffee and ice cream are my two favorite things in the whole world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, 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 she was quick on that. She's like, Ooh, Honestly, fun this fact. What was when the- I was down in Washington, D.C. a couple years ago, they had a soft serve ice cream machine next to the coffee machine. Mm. Light bulb went on and 
put ice cream oh. about a quarter of the way in vanilla poured hot uh oh. coffee into it it was it was maybe too creamy but it was a treat like Nothing you could give that to kids and they would drink it all day. I would. I'm gonna. I'm stealing that. I don't know where you can. But where can you? I was do gonna that? say where. I don't know. But exactly. if I, I don't know. Wait, you guys have never tried the place across the street? There's like a local ice cream company right across the street from the bar that does coffee floats. So it's like iced coffee that they I make. It's their. It's their idea. It's their own cold brew coffee, and they make their ice cream in house too. And they have this one ice cream that's like a. Um, it's like a caramel peanut brittle, and then you put it in the coffee. Oh. So good. Do they call you it guys the Patrick have to check special? It out. No, it Patrick, Patrick ice cream and coffee has been a thing for like forever. <laughs> well, get how many years though? Since 2019? Because I, I invented in 2019. Maybe not where you're from in New Jersey, but in everywhere else. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Look, I wow. put mayonnaise on my hamburger sometime wow. in middle school and I thought I invented that. Okay, I understand later on coffee. it was a California burger, but I think I still invented this. Drew, I don't... P I know you're a pizza guy. I don't think you're a big taco guy, but pizza Taco Bell combo. Nah, I mean, or donkeys, baskets. Yeah, no, I, I I love some pizza, but I'm not a huge fan of either Pizza Hut or Taco Bell specifically. So given those chains, yeah, I'm I'm gonna go coffee and ice cream as well. Though I've probably been to Pizza Hut and Taco Bell way more times than I've been. I mean, it's cheap ass food, and I was a poor ass college student. There was a Taco Bell across the street from my house. So while it's not my favorite, I've eaten a lot of it. <laughs> you served your time. You served your I time. Did, that's right. I like I like the idea of you walking into like a Dunkin' Donuts now, Drew, and you've got your little Strava Keurig, and you're like, "Hey, could you put this in the back? I'll give you two bucks, but could you just brew it for me here?" Yeah. All right. Yeah. Totally. All right, let's uh, since you since you got us off of baseball, I'll do one of mine off of baseball. Hey, actually, before we move on, I wanted to give a shout out to the place across the street because it's a local Denver, local Please. Colorado. Yeah. I just couldn't remember the name. It's Smith and Cannon Ice Cream. Yeah. Smith and Cannon Ice Cream. So good. Yeah. You got to go get their cold brew ice cream floats. They are okay. Sorry. If you <laughs> order online, use code Patrick Special <laughs> Ice Cream Coffee Float twenty five. <laughs> For five uh, percent off, I don't know why it's twenty five. If you come down to the DMVR bar and you want some ice cream, walk across the street. They're amazing. That's a family-owned business. Um, we love them. Yeah. <laughs> what is it again? Smith and Cannon. Smith and mm -hmm. Cannon. Ooh, love it's that. Also, I, I'm gonna be doing that now. It's a black-owned business, and I don't know. Yeah. I, I got this idea from a, a documentary. Um, uh, I think it was. No, I don't want to say the wrong documentary, but. Um, uh, a couple of years ago doing Black Friday, trying to spend money at black businesses on, on Friday every time you can. And so that's a place I've gone in a couple of times. I just didn't know they did the coffee thing. Mm -hmm. um, there's wow. a teacher so for a few of those places. But yeah, so help them out and, and help yourself out. <laughs> for those guys. But all right. Um, and, and, I, and I see while the innocent talking about how this ice cream thing is the new Springsteen for. <laughs> yeah. All right. More likely. And Michaela has to answer this one last. That oh, Patrick and I on spot. could get in, could either get Michaela into our favorite old music that she's never heard of, or can we get her into professional wrestling? What's old guy music or pro wrestling? Which of these things, if we really took the time, could we get Michaela to become? Like a fan of because neither of us are big Springsteen guys, but if we happen to be like we like, you know, like 
I don't know that Radiohead's old enough. Maybe Pink Floyd. Maybe, like, could I really get her into Pink Floyd or pro wrestling? And I don't know who your equivalent is, but. Yeah, maybe maybe Pixies, Talking Heads. Yeah, something like that. Ooh, talk, Talking Heads is a tough sell for a. Could be tough. That's a tough sell. I gotta pick pick something that uh, she might not know about, but I, I think it's definitely more likely uh, to get her to to come to either of our sides because you and I don't have identical taste in music. But in the grand spectrum of things, rock and roll music, right? Let's face it. Yeah. Uh, I think it's more likely to to convince her to come over to our side with music because all it takes is the right guitar lick or the right beat, whatever it is, and she's gonna go, "Yep, no, I'm in. I'm already in." I, I like this. Yeah, I'm not like like all of it, but it's it's the gateway, right? That's, oh, that's uh, a good point. It can it can psycho killer moment. I I can play 15 seconds of Psycho Killer right now, and you're like, I don't. This is amazing. Was this made last week? No, it's it's made like 1978. Psycho wow. Killer plays. Whereas we know wrestling has the stigmatism. There's nothing. It it you'd have to understand such complexities that go on behind the scenes that it it just it would be too hard. You have to be open to it, right? There's there's a yeah. There's nothing like pro wrestling in that that you might be experiencing now, Michaela, where you go, hey, you know what? That is similar to this. Now I'm 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 intrigued. Whereas music is music, and even if it ain't country music, if you can have enough of a twang on it that you go, okay, I'm I'm digging this, you know, Elvis Costello, King of America album, 1985, one of my favorite all time. Indoor fireworks, listen to it again. Maybe a little alt country. I don't know what you want to call it, but. I think it's more likely we could convince her to like some of our styles of music. Older styles of music, that is. All right. I like what you said there. And I agree with you to an extent because pro wrestling is the harder sell and it takes a lot longer. And I think based on our one conversation about it, it's a little more closed off to that. At the same time i think that if given the right opportunity given how passionate you and i are about it and how much michaela loves and understands sports and athleticism that if we could now i don't think we could do this from a distance i don't think we could we're gonna let you speak at some point too michaela just so you know we will let you answer But keep going, Drew. Yeah, I love, I love the theories, though. I love 10 the more minutes yeah. on this, Drew. You and it's, me, let's go yeah. back and forth. Because it's like you said, like you you, you got to play her the right song or whatever. Because it's not equivalent. It's not like, oh, you show her the right match. And she's like, I'm into this. Like, you never know what's going to click with right. someone with wrestling. Sometimes it's an entrance. Sometimes it's a song. Sometimes it's a character. Sometimes it's someone doing a crazy move. You never know. I never thought my fiance was going to be into it. She's a huge fan now. It, it, it clicks in different ways for different people. Going to a live show is very different from watching it on TV. That's where, it, if you'd have said more likely it, go to a wrestling show or go, you know, yeah. know go, to, go to Fiddler's Green to to see the Pixies or something like that, the wrestling yeah. show probably would be an easier. I, I feel like hmm. there's a, I don't know. I, I'd like to believe in our ability to ignite passion. Also, we'd be united on that front. Where on music, it'd be each of us doing our own thing. I got to sell it on Floyd. You got to sell yep. it on the Pixies. You know, whatever. We're together. That's true. I don't know, Max. The brothers Max, of I'm conjunction. Either of these things. up. Okay. <laughs> I'm not listening to your old guy music. I think we I'm might be ready to hear her actual fighting. answer. 
Yeah. Okay. So full disclosure, I don't like either of them. <laughs> First off, you don't even know um, what music you're talking about, but I love no. that you already don't like it. Okay. Continue. When you guys were like listing off your artists, I was like, I have no idea who those people are, <laughs> but I will say I'm really, really stuck in my ways with my music. I use music as like a way to fall asleep, a way to boost my mood. Like I'm a very like auditory person where I just like either need like something playing in the background or like music, like at all times basically. Um, and I think my music taste is great. <laughs> um, and I did try to listen to some of the artists that I guessed incorrectly on the TikTok to try to educate myself. Not it, not a fan, did not enjoy it, it no. So I think it'd be easier to get me into wrestling than it would be to get into your music because I hate that music. <laughs> and wow. like on the inside, like my answer, on the I'm inside, shocked. like I'm <laughs> on the inside, I'm just like I try to like keep myself like very even keeled, like a very happy, like a positive person. But like sometimes like I just want to like punch people in the face. And so I feel like wrestling, although they don't directly punch each other in the face, is like a good outlet to get like aggression out, right? Like if they're gonna hit each other with a chair, like I'm down to watch that sometimes. Like I don't understand it or like why they do it or why people find it entertaining. But like, I'm just like a little bit of a psychopath on the inside and it needs to come out wow. sometimes when I watch <laughs> I knew it, I, I knew it. So I, basically, could you point to who you picked right now? <laughs> Is he on that side? Yeah, you got it. Oh, that, we're taking you to wrestling show now. I hope you realize what you just said. I still win, by the way. I still win, right? I, technically, I still totally. win this one. So I just I'm don't like, like, I just don't like that music. Like, I don't, like, I guess, I don't know. Like, I, it's just not for me. Like, I grew up in a household where only, like, literally only 90s country was played from morning till night in the car, everywhere we went. So I'm already really partial to country music. And then I kind of developed like my own music taste when I went to college and when I was in high school and none of it is like rock based, like old rock. There's some songs that I like, like Whitesnake, I think is a, is a, is a band that I like. Yeah, of all the, yeah, all the bands, uh-huh. Rats? Um, they have that one song that's like, what's, the, what's that popular Whitesnake song? It's like, how, do you, how does it go? No, like you guys no. <laughs> no, 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 you no. good. You got all the right no, no, so far. No, no. It's okay. Um, okay, wait, hold on. I gotta look it up because I don't what know the name the... of it. But I like I'm really set in my ways with my music. And like I said, I'm a super auditory person and like music determines my mood and like rock music never like in like it's not I don't well, ever I, feel I, I don't just listen to rock music. If if, if again the nineties country I'm not I don't have any inroads there. I really don't have too many inroads, at least not for older music. More current music. Again, I could get get some some newer stuff um, with uh, uh, I can't think of what his name is off the top of my head. Who did a great cover of uh, uh, of a Nirvana song? I need I need someone's help help there. Which I do know now. Two members of Nirvana, which I did <laughs> yeah. not know before. So no, you know, even though I owned a Nirvana, most people only know the two. I was gonna say very few know Chris Novoselic. But if say. you know, you, you should know the two. Yeah, I do know the two now. I and Pat Smear, if you want to throw him in. Based off no. of, uh, no. you know, unplugged on, on MTV. But if, if I knew some of the other music you're into, I might be able to, if, if you like more upbeat, you got, again, it's rock music, but you got like a block party, you got a postal service. And again, this is more early to mid 2000s than it is 
you know, eighties, nineties. I don't, I don't really go too deep on, on eighties music. There's, yeah, there's only so much from that like era. The, that only, the only rock music I was ever exposed to was when my siblings and I played rock band. Like <laughs> that yeah. was it. But I did figure out that White Snake song. It's like, here I go again on my own. Pour some sugar on me. Def Leppard. I know I that. Def Leppard. Def Leppard the, song. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. All those right. things kind of blend together for me. Hair metal was never my biggest thing. I've got, I mean, I listen to a little bit of everything. I can get down with with just about any genre. So, you know, I was a Garth Brooks guy and Brooks and Dunn back in the day. So, I, oh, yeah. I, I can get down on that. Different stuff. people. Garth Brooks, Brooks and Dunn. Brooks and Dunn. But Brooks. only, yeah. Apparently only if they got Brooks's in them. I, I didn't get too much. I was a big Dixie Chicks fan there for actually I, I just really like the Dixie Chicks a lot. They're just the chicks now, actually. Yeah, the chicks. Um, Sturgill uh, Simpson. Sturgill Simpson, Sturgill modern Simpson. alt country. Yeah. Good, good vibes. Check yeah. them out. I went through a Keith Urban phase. Oh, I love Keith I've Urban. I've never gone through a country phase ever. Keith Nothing, Urban can else. play the hell out of a guitar. He's amazing. He I love he's a real Urban. American. He's a he's he's an American country boy, isn't he? <laughs> he's Australian. He's Australian. Okay. Let's see who's in on the joke with me. Okay. Willie Nelson, all timer. There you go. There's old music that Michaela can maybe get into. Though it's a little slow country. That's older. That old country is that old kind of Wayne uh, Jennings. I think Rainbow Connection is my favorite Willie Nelson song. There you go. Mm-hmm. All right. Not yeah. an original Willie Nelson, though. Not an original. All right. I think it was Kermit. Kermit saying the Ridge. This one is uh, a more likely, but also a challenge for everyone out there. This has to do with our Twitter followers of the people in this conversation. Because we're all kind of at interesting points. So I've got 4,200 followers on Twitter. Patrick has passed me at 4,400. Jerk. Patrick, or uh, Michaela's got us both beat with 6,300, but we're sort of there in the lower mark. So we got to get to that next one. So what's more likely I get to 5,000 first, Patrick gets to 5,000 first, or Michaela gets to 7,000 first. Now y'all got to get out there and make this happen too. And if it's not me, a curse on an epox on all of you. I'll go Michaela gets to 8,000 first. <laughs> Before either of us get to 5,000. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna raise. I'm gonna up the ante. It's most likely. I mean, she, more likely she'll get to seven thousand first, but then keep going and then get to eight thousand next before we get to five. She can. I don't want to toot my own horn, but I am pretty good at Twitter, and you know yeah. this lovely mug is on my side as well, which seems to appeal to a wider audience. <laughs> Brutal. Brutal. Not that you both aren't beautiful. You know, I once I once bragged to a friend, and she she blatantly laughed in my face that I was great at Pinterest. Um, but no one laughs when you say you're good at Twitter. Like you're right. I mean, I get it. That makes sense. But I don't. I am good at Pinterest. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna up the snarky tweets. All right. I'm gonna I'm gonna really put in the the elbow. See now, look. Now here's here's the problem we've got here. Way too much confidence in this podcast and Michaela. We need the rest of you to come out in droves and follow us. That doesn't mean don't follow Michaela. Just follow us first and more. And make like burner accounts. Break laws if you have to. Cross state boundaries and follow us. Right, because Michaela is the overcat. We, you and I, Drew, we're the underdogs. Total underdogs. We are the Colorado Rockies. We are the snakes in the grasses. 
That's right. Is. So you know is what? The she's the favorite. Come on, Twitter. she's gonna get it. Don't worry. A bunch of Astros and Padres fans. You know, all of Dick Monfort's family is gonna start following her, as we know. She's established it last week. Big Dick Monfort fans. Dick but us, you and me. You being the big Padres fan, stop trying to ruin my reputation. (laughs) Get out of here. It's my only shot at getting to 5,000 before you get to 10,000. Has it got up to 10,000 now? It's, yeah, probably. Yeah. Oof. Oof. We gotta, we gotta get that. We gotta get that. Everybody out there, help us out. Follow Um, me, though. Follow me. Thanks, Joe. One thing that's very likely. Is that the next time I go down to the DNVR bar, I'm going to swing by Illegal Pete's on the way there. Illegal Pete's just right down the the street from the DNVR bar. There's one there in Lodos. They got all kinds of specials going on all the time. Super stoked to have them back, uh, honestly, uh, as a sponsor here at DNVR because who doesn't love Illegal Pete's? I'm not. I'm not wrong, right? This, this, everybody loves illegal peats. It's fantastic stuff. Always going down, getting to burritos. That's what I like to get. You know, they'll hook you up with half price margs if you present them with a ticket to an event, you know, like a baseball game or something. Uh, got them down there in Lodo. Do check them out. Uh, do tell them that DNVR sent you just for fun because they always appreciate hearing that. And make sure you're taking advantage of that happy hour, 3 to 6 p.m. every day. Dollar off all drafts, dollar off house and coin style margs, $20 party margs, and a dollar off chips and queso. Uh, free chips and salsa if you're drinking at the bar, which I highly recommend. And hey, you can do that again. So that's pretty neat. Um, all right. So uh, I, I, I think well, I was going to do one last baseball one, but, but nah. What, what about Neil Young? Have you ever dabbled in Neil Young there, Michaela? Um, Bryce, yeah, Bryce brought that up. Bryce He's, brought that up. That's a great call. That's I, I I messed with that. Yeah, he walks that line, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that after the Gold Rush is one of my favorite all-time albums. Make way for the Cripple Creek Ferry. A big, big Diamond Brio again. That's my favorite. My favorite country band of all time. Love Diamond Rio. Diamond Rio. I'm Seth more of a Tigres del Norte fan. If you know, you know. Tigres del Norte. I do not know. Okay. Um, My people it's know. too bad that uh, going back to the other conversation that if we were going to really put the time and effort to get Michaela into pro wrestling, that she missed the country music and Texas swill and drinking beer and kicking the crap out of guys era of it it's like oh you're right like yes. like when stone cold was at his height we really would have had a chance oh like, hell yeah just yeah just screaming but yeah uh now it, the guys are you know daniel bryan and oh okay the 316 Beards. says who's bruce springsteen <laughs> forgot about did you guys see it did you guys see part two of that tiktok of me trying to guess people Yes. But there was yes. a second one? Person. Yeah, I did a second one. The first you thought Elton John was, was Kurt Cobain. Okay, who else? The first person for part two was Bruce Springsteen, and I still yeah. missed it. I will say your response of Bob Dylan, given the picture, he looked very Dylan-esque. Like, he was wearing, like, tattered jeans. He had the shorter hair, jean jacket. The late you know. 60s Dylan? Yeah. And I think he What'd had an say? acoustic guitar instead of an electric, which was weird. So it looked more like Dylan 
than uh, you were close. You were close on that. What was the guess? She said when Dylan for, for Bruce Springsteen. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. Hey, that's not bad. I was a lot closer okay. this time. I didn't. I did. <laughs> I did call David Grohl uh, Stevie Nicks. Nicks. <laughs> and you did call Dave Grohl David Grohl. David um, so that's Grohl. Whatever. Whatever. And Stephen Nix. Stephen, yeah. yeah. Esteban Nix. Okay. So I wasn't, yeah. I did, I didn't mix up races this time. I just mixed up genders, but I'm learning. <laughs> you know, you don't remember the big video that, that caught on of the, uh, the Latin American guy on a skateboard, you know, just vibing out with his cranberry yeah. juice. Oh, yeah. 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 Got some Stevie Nix and Fleetwood Mac. Um, and then also, um, run DMC. I thought the guy in the middle looked like Ice Cube, so then I made that entire thing like a band and called Ice T. Ice Cube, Ice T, Ice G, like it's not bad. Again, <laughs> I yeah. I, saw, uh, I, saw I would have been impressed if you had said Fat Boys, but again, you would have had to have known that reference and just. I, in case you're a big Orderlies fan, Drew's giving no. me that look. He's like, I don't know Fat Boys, and I don't know. I also thought. You you got you you got first of all you got too much crap in the comments for the fact that you didn't know who Dave Grohl was while wearing a Nirvana shirt like that's look I get it it's a cool shirt I don't it's care like, if I don't know who it is the I'm problem is even it. if you saw modern day Foo Fighters we're still getting Stevie Nicks out of that <laughs> yeah to totally totally right? Young Dua Lipa no right. I also have a Metallica shirt and I've never once listened to Metallica and I'm still gonna wear it like sorry not sorry. <laughs> Totally. They're a baseball band at this point, right? With the music. They yeah. just produce bullpen music. Like, who cares? Yeah, totally. I uh, I had a Joey Galloway jersey, Seattle Seahawks, when I was a kid. Never watched the Seahawks. Didn't care at all about Joey Galloway. I just thought it was a cool-looking jersey and a, and a neat name on the back. Galloway, I thought it looked cool. He, he was a wide <laughs> no, receiver, right? Yeah. I can't remember him, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, who cares? Uh, so yeah, that the you, you, know, you were you also twenty four when you like that or or you were like six? I might, I might have been in high school or something. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> um, and you, the one where you, I, I think it was Stallone, and you said De Niro. Yeah, RK said that was close, and That's then you both got a bunch of crap in the comments about those guys aren't even close. Like, come on, it's, it's wrong. You should know that. But are they not all a part of the mob? It's not crazy. It's not crazy. Thank you. They They're all, all in look the mob. Like they should be in the mob. Careful. Again, if you, anyone didn't know, if you're tuning in for the first time, uh, I'm from New Jersey, so uh, that's insulting. You can't just say just because they're Italian, they're from the mob. I did get Al Pacino right though. It was a total guess, but I have no idea who it was. I also oh. Brendan Brendan in the comments asked how I could mix up Kurt Cobain and Elton John. Um, I thought Jimi Hendrix was David Bowie, so I think that's a little bit of an improvement from the first one because they're not even in the same race. So here's the great part: those guys kind of have the same soul. All the ones you got wrong, which were all of them, um, they were all complimentary. <laughs> like I think if anyone said, "Who did she think I was?" Oh, that's pretty cool. Like right. no one would be like, what? what? Like Roseanne Barr. You think I look like Roseanne Barr? Like, no. <laughs> I'm sure Nelly wishes that he was Tupac. Like, yes, up, precisely right. her point. These right. are compliments. Right. Nelly, there's like one person that Nelly wouldn't get offended by if you, if you and you picked the person who like Tupac. Oh, I'll take it. She could think I'm Tupac. I'm fine with it. <laughs> Sorry, guys. These mistakes. These mistakes happen. Oh man. <laughs> 
And on that note, I think that's as good a place as any to wrap it up and prepare to watch the baseball. Is there more hockey's tonight? Are they doing the hockey's again? Are they basketball? No, basketball's on Saturday and hockey is Wednesday. So it's probably Wednesday night. It probably means Wednesday night, which means the matinee game. We We'll have to watch. Have to watch yeah. as well. Yes. <clears throat> All right. Brendan's about to pay us some money to do a show where we review bands with Michaela. This is good stuff. I That's... want us to just have a morning show where we totally. just see what's trending on Google and just BS. I mean, that would be great. And if we got Andre there, I'm sure he'd be doing shots right there at, at eight o'clock in the right. morning on the live broadcast. That's a winner. Listen to whatever the top couple of songs are on the charts that week and all decide what we think about them. And that'd be fun. There Now there is a good, good show like that. I, I, that I used to listen to for a while on Earwolf, you know, you know, Earwolf, that's where um, comedy bang bang was. Oh, Again, I used to be huge in the podcast culture, but it was called who charted and each week, funny name they would these comedians would go through like all right the top movies and they would just riff off of these trailers of which were the top movies you know top you know country songs and they would kind of go through those different charts it's it's pretty novel idea but we've we've got a gold idea let's just just put something in front of you and <laughs> but prepare to be highly disappointed no but it's it, fun it's only fair because you got to turn around and do it to other people i don't know anything about country music i will look so stupid right i will still get half of them right but i will look stupid for the half that i don't <laughs> yeah oh, i mean it, that's the thing is there, there's plenty of stuff that that i don't know like uh I really don't know anything outside of the seven things that I'm always talking about. <laughs> it's, like, you know, it's, it's like video games, baseball, music, wrestling, wrestling, politics. And that's it. Like, Pizza. like that's Call. it. Someone's like, you, you should see what happens when I need to like fix something at my house or my car breaks down or something. It's like the most basic, like, can you, no, can you flip the breakers? I don't know. Am I going to electrocute myself? How do I Um Yes, and we'll start with Almost Famous. Hell yeah. Let's watch movies and, and listen to music and see if Michaela will like any old stuff and then I'll get disappointed when she doesn't. This sounds like a great show. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we start playing Tiny Dancer. She's going to say, you know what? Turns out I yeah. do like Nirvana. <laughs> and that reference just went on that note. Yep. All right, everyone. Thanks for hanging out with us on this one today. Make sure you're subscribed to the YouTube so that you can join us for the live chat. You're hitting the like button on all these videos, you're hitting the bell icon so you know when we're going live, all that stuff. You're subscribed to the DNVR.com so you get all the written content plus discounts on hat, shirts, masks, the bigger beer when you come down to the DNVR bar, access to the Discord channel, left that out earlier, and the free shirt and holistic stick from our friends at Holistic Wellness. Also, make sure you're following everyone on all the social media at Drew Creaseman, at Patrick D. Lyons, at Michaela E. Perkins, and at DNVR underscore Rockies. And of course, following DNVR now on TikTok so you're not missing out on any of the fun there as well. We really are having fun all the time. So, And you can let us know what other shows and extra stuff you want us to do and have fun with because there's clearly no shortage of it, uh, especially when the Rockies aren't playing well, which... 
they're not. So thank you all for hanging out with us and being absolutely awesome out there. We will continue to be absolutely Patrick Lyons, Michaela Perkins, and Drew Creaseman in here. And until next time, we will see you at the ballpark.